Hi everyone and welcome to your weekly energy update, a general tarot guidance taking a look at how this week's energies are likely to play out in our lives both individually and collectively. Now what the cards are showing me here is a very striking duality where you know for some people this is definitely going to be a really really good and wonderful week while for other people it might be kind of the total opposite and this actually surprises me because you know the astrology of this week where we have a really strong and fortunate new moon either today or tomorrow depending on where you are on the planet then we have trine between mars and pluto trine between venus and jupiter that is all very lucky getting what we want psychological empowerment inner strength good fortune or optimism an infusion of you know emotional strength from our friends social circle etc so this should really be one of those weeks where good things happen and there should be an aura of optimism and hope in the air for all of us but the cards say that this might not really be the case for certain people and at the same time they also say that from a general collective point of view well I'm not saying that the blessings and the good energy is not going to be there but you know these Neptunian tides are going to wash everything over and chances are as a collective we might not really be able to even observe where the blessings are going to lie on the world stage of course. So basically regardless of what the astrology shows because you know astrology astrological aspects can play out in so very many different ways and it's always up to us what we make of that energy and if we take a look at the a collective perspective so us as a species well this is where the cards say that neptune the divine source in one of the most karmic parts of the sky the third deacon of the sign of pisces a very deep scorpionic energy and how modern astrologers name that third deacon of Pisces is the undoing of the self. So basically what this means is that, you know, how did we handle this global crisis as a species, of course? Well, we feared, we panicked, we actually showed our most ruthless and unforgiving self. Just think about the hoarding, just think about the judgment, the discrimination and basically this isn't the legal kind of discrimination. This is where we as individuals judge the other person due to the vaccine, their opinions, their worldviews. So this is where Neptune kind of says, well, you cannot be very happy at this moment regardless of how many blessings the universe wants to shower you with. Because your actions, your psychological and spiritual actions do have reaction and this is the reaction and this is where, you know, to be understood symbolically of course, Neptune kind of says that, oh no, no, my waters are not gonna wash you ashore safe and sound, this is where you have to either swim or drown. 
And you know, this is also present in the astrological picture because Mars opposes Neptune. Mars can be seen as our instinct to swim. And at the same time, both this new moon phenomenon and also the sun in the sign of Virgo later on in the week is going to oppose Neptune. So we can expect to be drowned symbolically, again speaking, of course, by our harvest from a psychological and spiritual perspective and collectively seen, of course, not individually. You know, this is what we planted, this is what we have to harvest and consume it. But of course, fortunately, from an individual perspective, this can be totally different. That is exactly where the blessings, where the good fortune, where divine help, where really powerful lucky breakthrough moments are definitely going to rise for many of us. But again, you know, this is actually the irony. This is Neptune kind of sprinkling salt into our wounds as a species, again, collectively speaking, because it simply discriminates us. Some of us are going to be allowed to bloom, to prosper, to flourish, to basically start living our dreams, while at the same time, other people are going to be drowned in their nightmares. And again, this is the karmic expression of Neptune. Those who really try to stay strong, to help other people, to be as optimistic and try to see the light at the end of the tunnel during the lockdowns, during the past, let's say, three years. Well, those can harvest what they planted into the universe right now. And as I said, psychologically speaking, most of all. Even if, you know, this doesn't manifest for everyone as, you know, a shower of riches and wealth or whatever, it can still be something really beautiful. It can still be a moment where when you can deeply appreciate the divine help in your life, regardless of how that may play out. While other people who kind of focused very hard on their own survival, on materialism, on judgment, on getting their point across, their philosophies, their visions across, well, they might be in a bit of a pickle right now. But anyway, let's start the reading. First of all, I'm going to express the collective perspective. So we have the magician clarified by the lovers and the eight of pentacles. Now, this is really, really good news. This is really good energy. Because the magician is Mercury, and from a collective perspective, that is advancement, breakthrough, that means the ability to find solutions to problems in a very practical and palpable way. The lovers, it can mean new alliances, new associations, it can also mean sharing information, sharing solutions, sharing technology, and the Eight of Pentacles, the work that which, let's say, scientists, Mercury, the magician, put into finding solutions, technological advancements, also Mercury rules, healthcare, hospitals, doctors, everything that has to do with medical research. So that work is definitely paying off one way or another, especially this week. So news might reach us, solutions might reach us, and the lovers can also represent that practical help, 
with the Eight of Pentacles that can simply be resources, financial help and aid from the government, from the international community, etc. It can actually reach certain people this week, those who are in great need, and especially those places in the world who also suffered a lot of natural calamities. Help is coming, resources are coming, people are definitely taking action, and when I say people, those who are in charge of this. So this is good news regardless of how we look at it. For some people, this energy is actually life-saving. This actually is their ticket out of the crisis, especially that part of the crisis which represents imminent danger, that which would basically terminate their futures. So this is a truly life-saving energy in a literal sense for a lot of people. I repeat, especially those who have been severely affected, not just by the COVID and the global crisis, but also natural calamities. They can start rebuilding their lives, they can start replanning their future. Of course, however it manifests for them personally, however the aid can basically benefit them the most. And even including the global crisis, this can be a lot of good news because what this says to me is a potential uh, treatment, so cure for the COVID, not necessarily vaccine. This can also represent a very favorable international agreement for everyone, something that basically practically benefits everyone on the world. Now moving on, we have the Five of Cups, clarified by the Two of Swords and the Six of... Sorry, Nine of Wands, reversed. Now this is also very self-explanatory because it says... Yes, we have solution, we have good news, we have advancements, we have even help coming in, we have some kind of favorable agreements. Yet many people are definitely going to be blind to this. The Five of Cups from a collective perspective can represent severe mistrust. The Two of Swords, you're blind to the good. You cannot see a blessing even when it's actually there and handed down to you on a silver tray. And why? Well, the nine of uh, ones reversed. Because you've been in survival mode, you've been in crisis for such a long time that you just instinctually cannot trust anymore. And you know, usually, especially to what has happened until this present moment on the world stage, everyone could kind of agree that it was centralized power, our leaders, etc., who didn't play their cards correctly, who actually earned a kind of mistrust from everyone. But right now, maybe it is the collective people who might be the aggressors, if this makes sense. So the tables are turning. Nothing that centralized power might do right now is enough to satisfy people, to calm down the spirit. So basically this kind of means that even though favorable solutions are going to be born, even though people will get what they ask for, at least in a certain measure, they will be blind to it, they won't care, it will no longer be satisfactory. So the fight, the chaos, the protest, the uprising, the severe dissatisfaction continues. 
Now we have the Ace of Cups clarified by the Eight of Swords and the Eight of Cups both reversed. Now this is a really, really good energy because it says that amongst all the chaos and all the problems, in certain parts of the world, there are almost going to be either miracles, like for example, maybe mass sightings, mass visions of a predominant uh, religious figure. Like, let me give you just an example, like people seeing the Virgin Mary or certain phenomenon, natural phenomenon perhaps, which they will attribute as almost like a divine promise that everything's gonna be okay. Or from a more, way more down-to-earth perspective, this can actually signify that, yes, there is all that chaos, all that uncertainty, all the conflict, but in some places in the world, there is going to be expressions when mercy, charity, unconditional love, the most highest expression of the power of the people is gonna do so much good that it will definitely turn the tables. This can also mean that some people, as in public figures, VIPs, celebrities, etc., are gonna show a really, really good and positive example. Big gestures might be seen this week that will naturally inspire a lot of people. And you know, when they do something really good, they have to be appreciated. In these very troubling times, a lot of rich and famous people, people with power basically, do suffer a lot of criticism for what they're doing or they're not doing, for all the negative examples that they're giving. But you know, sometimes they do actually embody the most positive examples, the most purest principles, and when they do that, well, they do deserve praise. Basically, every living soul, no one is exception to that, can be the tool of the divine at certain moments. And this is definitely going to be one of those moments when those who are rich and famous, influential, inspirational, like musicians, people who basically appear on TV or social media, are going to be vessels for the divine work in the most positive sense. And finally, we have the moon clarified by the Judgment Reverse and the High Priest. Well, this is where emotions are going to be both high and low. This is like an emotional roller coaster when the events, especially on the world stage, are equally going to reflect a lot of good, a lot of purity, a lot of people doing the right thing. But at the same time, there is going to be a lot of negativity, chaos, confusion and fear. And, you know, the Judgment card, it will be up to us to decide which one we focus on and ultimately which one we are going to be living. This is almost like going into a theater and two shows running at the same time. And this is where you cannot experience both at the same time. So when it comes to your awareness that there are two shows running simultaneously, well, you can only immerse yourself into one of them and you do have to make that choice. Do you immerse into the drama, into the doom and gloom and the tragedy? Or do you immerse into the fairy tale, the fantasy, the love story? 
And this can also mean that on the world stage this week, maybe a predominant religious figure like the head of a religious movement, for example, like the Pope, Dalai Lama, etc. Or simply a high priest, take it literally, in your local community, in your country, in your culture, doing something, saying something exemplary, something truly positive, something to be appreciated. This is where they will do something with the help of their spirituality to inspire people on the right path, of course, to be understood from a psychological perspective. Now, from an individual perspective, this energy is so very mixed, where, the first of all, the magician clarified by the lovers and the Eight of Pentacles, for a lot of people, you know, the magician is Mercury, connections, communication, synchronicities even, being at the right place at the right time, the lovers. In astrology, it is Gemini, the sign of Gemini. Mercury rules this part of the sky. So this can mean new relationships or even existing partnerships doing something very important for their futures, Eight of Pentacles. This can simply mean material breakthrough, material stability. This can also mean a new job, especially for those who are looking for a job. This can mean business, this can mean negotiations, this can mean new customers, new clients for those who work in an area susceptible to this. If you are a highly skilled professional, this can mean some kind of opportunity, some kind of advancement, even advertising you, reaching more people out there. This can also mean that your notoriety, your past good deeds, your successes as a professional are going to attract some kind of success, some kind of new opportunities, or a massive material upgrade, business upgrade. For those who are students, those who are learning something, this can also mean uh, like a project opportunity where they're actually looking for students, those who are not yet graduated, and this can also represent like money, income. For those of you who are looking for a strong and serious relationship, for example, like a soulmate kind of connection, not just not to be single, but, you know, someone truly serious and long-term who one way or another is just like you, the, the twins, you know. Someone who isn't just going to be a partner, but also like a brother, a soulmate, uh, the other you. There is a really good chance this week for communication or the first signs of, you know, connection, synchronicity, the first talks to be held. And it could be that maybe a skill of yours, something that you're really, really good and talented at, or something that you learn to master. And of course, this means a lot of years of practice, hard work, etc., study is going to attract this person. Maybe not necessarily that they need it, but it is something that they will find very admirable. Or this can play out the opposite way where someone attracts you with their skill, with their mastery, with whatever they learn to accomplish. 
And of course, you know, the eight of coins is Virgo energy, Virgo new moon. So this is something to do with whatever you're really, really good at. And regardless from which sense, you know, romantically, business, professional connections, negotiations, commercial matters, partnerships are definitely going to be born. Another energy which is represented by the Five of Cups, the Two of Swords, and the Nine of Wands reversed. Well, this can mean definitely a Neptunian moment when you will lose momentum, you will lose emotional empowerment, you will begin to think that, oh, this is so disappointing, there is no blessing really in my life. Or, you know, maybe certain emotional wounds or basically a fear of being abandoned once more, losing hope in people, losing trust in the divine plan, etc. might resurface for a couple of moments. This is where things might look a little bit confusing because it can either something that previously happened Maybe at the beginning of a week, a conversation, an offer, a compliment or whatever. Something that already has happened may either look very promising, hopeful, but at the same time, the very same thing can also lead to a disappointment and you might not know which one is the case. Your intuition might not be able to help you at that moment. So you will be a little bit confused, a little bit wishy-washy. You want to have faith and hope, but at the same time, you don't want it to turn bitter. But this is where we move on. And we have this Ace of Cups, clarified by the uh, Eight of Swords and the Eight of Cups, reversed, both of them reversed. And this means that that which seemed to be disappointing, that which you almost prepared yourself to be let down emotionally, is actually going to turn into a blessing. Because the Eight of Swords reversed your fears, your overthinking, your, you know, mental hair splitting, the typical Virgo energy, but also Eight of Cups reversed. Oh, I've seen this before. I was let down before. I know where this is leading. I better prepare myself to be disappointed. Well, both of those are going to turn out the opposite way where whatever was initiated at the beginning of the week is actually going to be seen and felt as a blessing. And finally, we have this moon clarified by the Judgment Reverse and the High Priest. Well, this is almost self-explanatory. Your hope, your faith, that which you believed in, that which you felt intuitively the moon, that which maybe you saw in a dream or a vision or like a self-fulfilling prophecy is actually, perhaps for some people out there for the first time, is gonna be completed. It is gonna manifest. It is gonna be real. So this is how for some very lucky people out there, this week is gonna be a massive breakthrough. Something important to them is definitely gonna happen literally. Now, for some, of course, this can be quite miraculous. But for others, it is actually a result of their hard work, their efforts, or them focusing very, very intensely on something. 
what they desired, what is important to them. So basically, it is still a completion. It is still something that will reinforce their faith, which may be either that the universe is very active and alive, and when anything else fails, the divine doesn't, or it can simply mean that when you truly want something, work hard for it, are persistent, in a balanced way of course, well that has to come to completion by one way or another. So I really really believe that individually this can be a really positive energy because even though there is a certain kind of disappointment here, especially towards the middle of the week, whatever that disappointment, confusion, uncertainty might be, it is not going to be the dominant force. Something that happens is definitely going to be felt, experienced and seen as a blessing, as a moment of joy, as bliss, as maybe even unconditional love that will actually be a true and authentic soul food for us. And you know, even though certain promises, let's say, or certain events which we might intuitively perceive as potential blessings and breakthroughs, even though they are not present in our lives yet, you know, a part of us, the darker side, might prepare us, oh, you'll be disappointed. Don't give in to hope. Don't give in to fantasy, so to speak. After all, you know, Mercury is in shadow in the sign of Libra. That is where it's going to go retrograde. So, of course, there is a certain kind of wisdom in not going very, very high, not believing every promise, not seeing only the good side of things. There is wisdom in that, that is absolutely correct. But maybe this time we will be disappointed in the most favorable sense where there is no reason why not the best possible expression of our hopes can actually manifest in our lives. And the Eight of Swords reverse and the Eight of Cups reverse are very suggestive of this. And now we also have two cards, two oracle cards as divine guidance. We have the Nine of Air and the Hangman. And this is also a very, very Neptunian kind of guidance, if this makes sense. Because the Nine of Air is one of the most ruthless, almost, cards. Both in this oracle deck and also in the tarot. It means the Dark Knight of the Soul. It means severe depression. It means... Like, symbolically to be understood from a psychological perspective, a surgery with no anesthetic, the horrendous pain that we had to endure. For some people, this was the year 2019. For other people, this was the past nine months. For some unfortunate people, even the past nine years, where there was this dark cloud over their lives, where suffering, pain, depression, anxiety was an everyday experience and it was so hard to overcome. And as we lived through this, as, you know, we took each day as it was, with the bad especially, there was still a light at the end of the tunnel. There was still a promise within our souls that this will actually make sense one day, 
not only will this get better one day, but we will see the good in it. We will see why it had to take place. We will see why it was so necessary. This is suggestive of the hangman, the tree. And you know, the hangman card is the example, let's say, of the Christ, of the Buddha, even the Nordic god Odin, where all of these very strong spiritual figures had to spend time in sacred solitude. Odin was literally hang upside down a tree. The Buddha also meditated in a totally detached way under a tree. And the Christ had to go through the desert. All of these represent the dark night of the soul, of course. But when they came out of this, victorious, of course, they possessed a kind of wisdom, a kind of connection to the divine, which was transformative, which basically altered them, transformed them forever. Not just the human being as, as, that they were. Maybe this not so suggestive to Odin because he was a god. Yet for these spiritual figures, it was like a phoenix moment. So what this means is that perhaps this week is going to be a time of contemplation and reflection when you look back at the dark night of the soul, that which you suffered, and not only do you see why it happened, the reason, but maybe this is where you have all this wisdom and inner strength to give credit to yourself, to honor yourself for the wonderful, compassionate, altruistic soul that it has transformed you into. It is one thing to have the potential and the imprint within us, but to live it, to be it, to do it, to breathe each and every second that way is a totally other thing. This is where all of us are going to be invited by the reflective waters of this Neptune to see the Christ consciousness alive inside of us, embodied, enacted, lived in the now. This is where a lot of us are definitely going to see all the fears, everything that has to do with the dark night of the soul, the anxiety, the depression, the sadness, basically the suffocation, as true alchemical fuel, which we already transmuted into sheer spiritual strength. And ultimately, this hanged man is no longer something that we fear, something that we dislike. It actually turned into our superpowers. Like, for example, when life is too hard, too complicated, too painful, we just cocoon ourselves. We become in an instant the hangman, immersing within where we're safe, where we are truly ourselves, where the external influence cannot touch us anymore. And as quickly as we cocooned ourselves, we can emerge as a butterfly to repeat this process over and over again when it is needed, when life becomes too hard. 
regardless from which sense, materially, emotionally, psychologically, spiritually, this is like a wonderful superpower, for example, that which the hermit crab possesses. It can withdraw into its shell when the waters are turbulent, when a predator is nearby, and this act of withdrawing into our shells, it is no longer painful, it is no longer depressive, it is actually pure bliss. And at the same time, this is also the expression of ultimate freedom when our spirits are free, when our thoughts are our own and free and we can direct them wherever we'd like to, when our consciousness is free. Even if our bodies may not totally be free, materially, socially, etc., well, we're still free after all. Perhaps that is the ultimate expression of freedom and not the opposite. When, let's say, our bodies may be free, we might have so much money and resources that we can go where we want to, buy what we want to, dress how we want to, and our thoughts are full of fears, full of vanity, full of greed, full of misunderstanding and conflicts. Perhaps that is real slavery. And this vision, this clarity, this Neptunian inspiration to show us everything that we already have accomplished, to show us who we are and how powerful we are, how sacred and divine we are in the now, as in right now, not tomorrow, not next year, not in the next hour, but in the very present moment which each breath that we take, that might be the biggest blessing and the biggest reward we could possibly ask for. And you know, from a totally different perspective, many philosophers, especially ancient philosophers, considered that we are the breath of the divine with each breath that we take, the divine experiences itself through us. And that means that sometimes the divine actually wants to experience the sadness, the loneliness, the depression, even the poverty, the hunger, the heartbreak, and the fact that we allowed this. Well, this was the biggest proof, basically, that we were also experiencing the infinite vastness of the divine. By being true to our feelings, to our emotions, to our thoughts, even the self-defeating ones, even the blockages, we allowed the divine to gaze its own designs from within us, so naturally it wished upon us we who are its manifestations, that which it wishes upon itself, and that is freedom. And just as we gave it, the divine, its freedom, now it is its turn to give us our freedom. We honored the divine by allowing it to experience the dark night of the soul, the purge, the operation without anesthetic, and that means that we were not just brave, but infinitely loving to our parent. So through the Neptunian expression, 
the deep core of the soul, it will definitely return that, allowing us to see ourselves through its infinitely loving, merciful, and of course magical divine eyes, and that is the moment of absolute glory and absolute pride when we are able to witness what and who and how we are through the eyes of our creators. And perhaps it is this week when we have one of those moments when we can actually say, well, you know, the dark night of the soul that I suffer through and <laughs> without even saying it might have been for all of us in our own unique ways, the hardest period of our lives. And it is now when we can be truly grateful for it. It is now when we can see what it truly meant and no longer wish to erase that from our memories when we embrace it with so much pride and so much gratitude, you know, opposed to when we were deep in it, how many of us didn't wish for all of that to end, how many of us did not consider that we can, can't even take another five minutes of this, and it is now, or especially next week, when all those five minutes not only make a lot of sense, but we see the power that they gave us. So this concludes the reading. I do hope that you enjoyed it and found it useful. If you'd like to support my work, you can donate on the PayPal link in the description below. Also, if you'd like to suggest any topic or any theme for Friday's reading, feel free to express your preferences, otherwise it's gonna be a pick a card reading. And I wish everyone a magical and truly fortunate new moon. Thank you again. Until next time. Bye for now.